0: On tonight's Hillbilly Nerd Talk, The Great Escape, we're remodeling etiquette, I Saw Collective Soul, and the new rap superstar.
1: Welcome to Hillbilly Nerd Talk. I'm Hank. And I'm Petra. And we have a cat audience
0: here tonight. We do, we do. I had to run one out of the chair, but I just picked her
1: up and held her. <laughs> Now she's laying on the floor licking herself.
0: Yep, yeah, She's giving herself a bath. And our two
1: little fur baby cats. Yes. Our children. Our fur children. They've been fun little fellas. Oh, they're wonderful. How old do you think Bonnie is? She's... Six see, months. Six months old, yeah. Six months old. And little has so kitten. much
0: personality and so much energy. <laughs> She's funny. She is. She's the little parkour expert. We call her Flying Squirrel because she bounces around and off look, every piece of furniture before she lands
1: and looks somewhere like to a, take a nap. And looks like a squirrel. Yeah. And then we got our wise old owl looking cat. Owl kitty. <laughs> she does look like an owl. She does. She <clears throat> definitely does. Big, big round face. Looks like she's ready to tell you some universal wisdom. Yeah. Some secrets of the universe if she could just somehow relate it. You yeah. know, if she could yeah. just And she's
0: very vocal too and we'll kinda of talk to you about stuff. If she, she could
1: just speak English, she would tell us all.
0: Exactly. Today she came up to me, did the figure eight around my legs, about killed me, uh, bit the back of my calf and did the meow 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 thing and then walked over to the treat drawer and sat down waiting for her treat. She's amazing.
1: She's smart little fellas
0: Yeah, yeah
1: Well, you want to tell them about how we almost lost her?
0: Well, we had <laughs> <laughs> the great escape
1: The great escape The
0: great escape We have had construction going on We're on, what, week number three or four now? Yeah, it's a few days
1: Then they stop and let things, whatever
0: Dry, harden Yeah Stuff that's ordered comes in
1: Right Typical what people say about any renovation. I get it.
0: It takes time.
1: and um, But it is a it's good. Chaotic. It's a funny. I mean, of course, everybody says this, but, you know, it's a good relationship tester. <laughs> it does force you to make some decisions together. Yeah. There's always going to be some setbacks, right? Yes. Something, yes. That, something where somebody can either take it as, okay, well, whatever, we'll roll with this or be a asshole jerk. Yeah. To the Workers or your significant other, right? Yeah.
0: I was so impressed with how you handled a situation with the cabinets and you talked, you were talking to the guy and you're like, I'm really upset now. How can we fix this? You know? And I thought that was great because. Well,
1: and I tried not to be too upset with him too much. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah, exactly. is more the situation. And I yeah. think I just told him, like, look, I am I know I'm giving off a vibe. Yes. Because I am upset about this. But, hey, just help me fix it. Exactly. I, I get it. Mistakes happen. But, yeah. <laughs> I think we're both a lot older and wiser.
0: And it, it's been a, a much better experience overall. And then we lost our cat.
1: Poor Ripley. We thought she was out on the street.
0: We, we thought she had somehow gotten out of the building. Well, first off, we had rattled treat bags all over the house. We live in a fire. downtown.
1: We live in a downtown. First of all, any cat that gets out is out on the streets for miles of basically
0: <laughs> road in every direction. A, a, a road
1: yeah. and street. And, you know, maybe not yeah. miles, but anyway, you'd be in the middle of a downtown.
0: Yeah, yeah, and we we hunted for here. And couldn't find her, and like in all the hiding places.
1: And we've been so damn careful. Yes. With our construction people are great. They close the door behind them. We've been keeping them in a room to keep them from running around. Like we knew not, we could not lose these cats. Yes. <laughs> the little bastards are so yes. active too.
0: And the predecessor once got you know herself lost and and just hunkered down on the steps. So we thought maybe she was in the building. We hunted all over the building. Everywhere.
1: And she's a fat cat. Yes. Who loves food. She's, there's never been a time since we got her as a kitten that you couldn't rattle a treat bag and she come running from anywhere. Yeah. Knock somebody down to get to the treat bag.
0: Absolutely. Nothing. Absolutely. Yes. Nothing. So Hank is riding a bicycle around town, rattling a treat bag. I am like literally digging through the bushes. Like, I'm like, well, she's used to hiding in plants. She's probably in a plant somewhere. So I check the bushes and all of the plants that I have outside. That, you know, all of the neighbors, uh, the, the churches, the hotel, everything around, I checked bushes and, and
1: could not find her cat. You almost going to find the homeless person. Apparently I did. I did.
0: Yeah. I was evidently disturbing maybe her stuff behind a building and like it was one of those times where it was like really you should not mess with me at this moment in time i have a lot of rage and emotions that i'm holding in check right now damn zombie i will beat you up (laughs) and i don't want to do that because that's a horrible thing to do (laughs) yes but i was like come at me bro
1: (laughs) get the hell out of here zombie Oh, and trying we to had, find our cat before you eat it we
0: had done a grid search each on our own so that we had covered the the same ground twice of the entire neighborhood nothing before we sat down just
1: to grieve just to grieve cried yeah like our cat's gone she's absolutely on the street and there's no fucking way we're ever gonna find her it
0: was so funny hank is like what if she's hungry? You're always after her because she is
1: fat, and mm-hmm. it's like,
0: what if she's hungry? It was like, oh my god! And then she walks out
1: while we're sitting on the couch. She what walks. The heck? She walks just out like, hey, what's going on? Like nothing ever. Like, what the fuck are you doing, cat? <laughs> We've been looking for you for hours. Hour. It was probably four hour search. So she was in this loft apartment the whole time. The whole damn time she was in this apartment, hunkered down, hidden somewhere, and I don't know how a fat cat like that could hide, because exactly. we looked everywhere too. Yeah. Well, she found somewhere.
0: She's found somewhere she can hide that we cannot find her, and I mean, we looked behind appliances, hell yeah, I mean, everything, everywhere. I Have no idea where she went, and she was still really scared. When she came out.
1: Yeah, she was kind of shaking and scared. So
0: I think the shop vac just
1: really terrified her. I guess. I, I don't know. But they've been running that thing all day, two or three times. I don't know why that day, at that time, whatever. Who knows? Now she
0: pants every time
1: it comes on. She gets kind of bent out of shape. I don't know. I, I don't know. She thinks it's her monster coming to eat her. It I guess. It
0: is. It is. But we really went through all of the emotions that day, didn't we? I was oh, yeah. so, I mean just gut wrenched, and you don't realize how much you love them until you think you leave you're gonna lose them.
1: I know we Ooh. love these little fur babies, yes, yes, and she's
0: perfectly normal now has no PTSD or anything like that. she's just fun it's like, okay,
1: well, you have a hidey hole, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's a whole gambit of emotions you're right yeah. yeah and bonnie never hid like
0: she was like hey i'm here i can use some love
1: <laughs> yeah it was uh it was an odd situation
0: it was so it anyway was. i
1: mean you see that stuff all the time it's one of those things where you see all the time on facebook somebody i've lost fluffy Everybody yeah sees fluffy you're like oh that's bad you know hopefully find fluffy but you don't realize, like, it's hard to, obviously, you can't feel everybody's emotion, but, yeah. you know, they're going through some shit. Yes. <laughs> you put that on. We, you know, we put it on our social media stuff. Yes. We try to find <laughs> Fluffy, our local and
0: Yes. And then it was like, yeah, 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 we found her. Yeah, she didn't get out.
1: <laughs> she was hiding the whole time like an idiot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Oh, she is such a funny cat. We just really enjoy these two and their distinct little personalities. They've been very fun to
1: raise as co parents. Yes, and uh, we should be together a long, long time we hope. Yes. So yes. yeah. I'm has-
0: so glad we got to because we got our kitten a kitten and they absolutely wrestle and tossle and chase each other and play. All day
1: long. In a very fun way. Yeah. They love each other.
0: Oh, they come find each other all the time. They're funny, funny.
1: They are funny little fellows. So, uh, how about some phrases that basically indicate you have better etiquette skills than most people? Ooh. In other words, most people don't use these phrases, apparently. Okay. This is not some big national study or nothing. It's just an okay. article. Okay. I want to hear about it. So, these are things, if you say these, you're above average. Okay. So, these are good things to say that apparently a lot of people don't. All right. I want to hear. I can see that. What I'm hearing you say is yada, yada, yada.
0: Mm, okay. It's
1: it's showing that you're listening to them. It's showing you can listen, that you have some skills in listening. Yeah. And it's also that psychological technique of mirroring, which I like that. I'm picking up on that more and more in these Negotiating books, psychology things. I don't know why it's starting to, to stick out more. Mirroring.
0: You know, I do. I, I I wanted to talk to you about this, and I'm glad you brought this up. I do mirroring instinctively, where I grew up in kind of an abusive situation. Mm-hmm. That is one way that you appease somebody is like you just constantly mirror what they're doing and saying and how they're sitting and and
1: things like that, and that usually keeps them
0: well
1: it makes people like you yeah I mean not yeah. I mean you learn not,
0: as a kid to do that
1: I mean not just that alone you still can't be an asshole when people like you exactly. but it is an absolute for sure study a, a million psychology studies that mirroring does have an effect on people in a positive mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. physically I, I, and physically and verbally.
0: I can't help myself. I do it like automatically. That's it is great. A, it is so sadly beaten into me that that's just automatically how I.
1: You know, as I've been showing property, I've been paying attention more to physically a little bit. Yeah. You know, if somebody holds their hand in a certain way on their hip, I'll start holding my hand on my hip the same way. Uh huh. You know, it's a subconscious thing. Yeah. Uh, it can't hurt. No, it can't. It really can't. And then this verbal mirroring, it's a great way to cover two things. Like, one, you are mirroring back what they just said to you. But it's also, like, helps you, like, to realize and listen to what they said. Yes. So I like it. What I'm hearing you say is you're wanting to open a cat boutique or whatever the fuck. Yes. And they're like, yes, that's exactly what I just said.
0: It helps people feel understood, and it helps you actually understand the person, which is definitely win-win, because you are definitely going to be happier if you are on their team.
1: Absolutely. I think you're going in and out some. You might have a loose connection here. There. See if it works?
0: Yeah, that's better. I think I did have a loose connection.
1: I think you were going in and out there a little bit. It'll hopefully Uh, balance out. Anyway, what were you saying?
0: I was saying, yes, it definitely helps people feel understood. Yes. And that, it, that yeah, yeah, yeah. People who are understood are happy. Happy people.
1: 100%. <laughs> so, mirroring, basically, yeah. they're what they're saying. So, yeah. what I'm hearing you say is blah. And then you yeah. repeat it back to them. All right. All right. Second one. You may be right.
0: That's foreign to my vocabulary. I like it. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I do. I like it.
1: That's a good one. You may be right. I think that's a great one. Yeah, that is a good one. Uh, that's a very good thing to have in, a th- in your thing. Yeah. Like, I maybe you're right. I don't know.
0: Oh, you have to be able to say, I don't know. If... I can't stand being around people who can't admit that they don't know everything. None of us can. Like, they're so much information available nobody knows everything you've you've got to say
1: i don't know sometimes and if you don't you're a arrogant dumbass yeah yeah (laughs) If you can't admit that to yourself
0: if you're if you're not sherlock holmes then you have to be you have to admit sometimes i just don't know about that there's just too many areas of expertise and too much information available And we're
1: all on such psychological cruise control on so many fronts. Yes. Yes. So many. We have to, to function just as a human being in general, much less in this day and age. Yeah. With all the stuff coming at you, the choices you have, you've got to, your brain has to automate a lot of that stuff.
0: Yes. And the news has changed over the decades. And it is just like the non-stop streaming of, of tragedy and if you get sucked into it then you're going down that rabbit hole for sure. sure. Uh,
1: yeah, and I think again, I just read this book I can't think of the name of it but it was <laughs> a good little book that had a summary of a ton of different psychological like things. Uh-huh. It was a good review of all that stuff. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't take me much to actually buy that book. I got it from the library and check it out. <laughs> but Things that I'd heard before and you know, but when you remember like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And, oh, yeah, this and that. It's good. Yeah. I'd kind yeah. of forgotten about the halo effect. You know that? Yes. Yeah. Where you think everybody gives a shit about you when and truly nobody gives a fuck about
0: nobody's you. Nobody's looking.
1: Nobody's looking at you. They do experiments where somebody wears the dumbest fucking shirt in the world into a classroom and afterwards... You know, they rate the guy that wore the dumb shirt like, oh, my God, everybody was looking at me. It was stupid. And they interviewed everybody. I was like, I don't know. What guy? What are you talking about? (laughs) Nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit about you. There you go. There's your theme for this podcast.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Take your main character syndrome and get over it. Definitely. So anyway, there's
1: some things like that that help. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to remind. It's good because then
0: you when you realize that you can.
1: Let go of a lot of insecurity. You can. So uh so you may be right. Not enough people say that. And I would have to agree with that. Yeah. How about this one? Oh God, nobody ever says this. You were right, I was wrong. <laughs> Never. People's egos are so out- outlandish <laughs> that nobody does that. Exactly. I mean no no And I'm guilty Some I do this more than the average person But I absolutely Will say that If that that situation comes up I personally will say that I'll say that to you
0: I'm not sure who else I would say that to (laughs) I'm going to be honest You've earned my respect I can admit When I'm wrong to you But I'm just kind of an asshole sometimes.
1: It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. That that is a hard human emotion to, you know, and again, going back to like psychological stuff, just that alone tells you that most people are never going to change their mind on anything. Yeah. Whatever politics they are, if they love pro, if they love Donald Trump, it doesn't matter what the hell he does. They're still going to love Donald Trump.
0: Or, Unfortunately, or whatever, true.
1: yeah, Or yeah. whatever. Whatever the subject is, people rarely, rarely, rarely ever change their mind because their fragile ego can't allow it.
0: All right. I can say it very easily if it's a fact, if we're wrong about a fact or something like that. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know. Again, from my history and everything, it's just like, I'm not going to give someone ammunition to use against me later in a fight by, you know, laying it out to them on a platter. You're
1: right. I'm wrong. Number four. Thank you for doing this. And then whatever that is. So basically a thank you.
0: Thank yous are important.
1: Thank yous are extremely important. I know I do that one all the damn time. Yes. Yes. You're great at it. I mean, I do it to the point where people must think I'm fake. I do it so much. But I don't care. And I use the word appreciate a lot. Yes. I did it today, a guy met us, met me and talked about some, to look at a solar a, a solar panel array on one of our buildings. And, and I offered to pay him, but he didn't want anything. And I just uh-huh. said, well, I appreciate you coming out and looking at this thing. Like He looked at it, kind of told me what I had, uh-huh. what needed to get fixed, how it worked a little bit. You know, time's money. I absolutely wanted to pay him. Yeah, He's like, nah, yeah. that's just part of my job. I'll, you know. So anyhow, thank you. Wow, yous,
0: okay. Thank yeah.
1: yous. And, and soon after that, I sent him a, like a text message. Like, I really appreciate you doing that. Thank you very much. I even wow, add that. that's
0: like this thank you note of, of today's day and age, isn't it? The uh, thank you text. It is to me. I think that's awesome. Uh, I'm so I'm blown away. That's cool.
1: I didn't read that anywhere, but if that's something I've come up with, I'll take credit. I think it credit. is.
0: I think it is. I think that you've just created a, a thank you note.
1: Well, there you go. Use it all the time. Thank Woo-hoo. you for doing whatever about this one. I'll uh-huh. leave it to you. That's a good one. I like that one a lot. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. I like make. that one a whole lot. Yeah. I'll leave it to you. That's a good in negotiating stuff, too. That's a mm-hmm. good That's a good mm-hmm. way to like a uh, price wise. Like, I'll leave it to you. You, th- you throw out a number. That yeah, kind of thing.
0: yeah. Oh, that is that's tough. It's a good negotiating skill, though.
1: Yes, definitely. A good one. Um, hey there, squirrel. Hi, squirrel. Can you help me with something? So I guess just asking for help. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good skill to have. Note the difference between saying "quote take out the garbage" versus "hey, I'm overwhelmed. Can you uh, help me out by taking out the garbage?" Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's important. <laughs> so can you help me with something? Uh, which is great, and I'm glad this article is getting out there. So, you know, we're talking about it gives us something to talk about. But some of this stuff, isn't it kind of sad that they have to have a damn article to teach people how to be the most basic, communicative? That's just basically most of these are just basically saying be nice.
0: All right, this is is the perfect time to tell you about a YouTube video that I listened to today that was great from Dave Ramsey. I've actually been listening to your guy, Dave Ramsey.
1: That's funny. So, Well, besides his religious crap.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, he was talking about how there was an article recently that so many companies, you know, hiring these Gen Z kids right now are having to have full-blown etiquette like
1: training for their new hires. I had an article that article he was probably referencing almost. Yeah, like like they too.
0: have to learn how to take, you know, constructive criticism, how to dress, how to take care of personal hygiene, how to talk mm-hmm. to the opposite sex because they've never done it before. Yep. I mean, it's absolutely insane. And he was he was like, Well, I tell you how we handle this we don't let crazy in the door. We don't hire that. Yeah. He's like, there are two types of kids nowadays kids that were raised by wolves, and we're not interested in being their mom or dad. Right. And kids that, you know, are ready to come and learn and work. And that's who we hire. And I have to say, I agree with him. Don't you know, let crazy uh, in you the know, door.
1: I'd have to say the same thing. And we try to weed out. Ours is by. People who want to rent things, yeah. from us, yeah, commercial space, things like that, or houses, whatever, and we try to weed that out too. Yeah, we absolutely do. And that's where I keep talking about it. And this article, I want a fucking conversation with somebody. Yeah. If you're not willing to call me, if I, you know, if you send a message on something you saw our stuff on apartments.com, it's going to lead to a voice conversation or you're not going to rent from me it's real easy it's real easy and and a voice conversation you can pick out this stuff you cannot pick out all this stuff by text no and and email and all that bullshit
0: and that's what they're counting on to get through
1: (laughs) yeah uh yeah this weird whatever um so, yeah. yeah, and I do believe cuz we have met a lot of young people who absolutely are amazing. T- are just fine. Yeah. They can talk to you, have a, they're they're great. And then the others like you said raised by wolves, <laughs> well, I guess. <laughs> the article I read was talking about that um that the, this younger generation has a trouble in the in the office because they can't get along with anybody. Like they yeah. they don't know how to disagree with somebody. They don't know how to use this word that we just Used here, like, uh, you know, you're right, I was wrong, or you may be right. Those are two words that are so simple. You know, even the one, the not right thing, you just say, well, you may be right. Maybe you're right. Yeah. Which is absolutely true.
0: (laughs) I mean, they want to run screaming to HR because... You know, they had a disagreement with somebody about the coffee in the break room. So it's,
1: yeah, it's not good. Well, anyway, <laughs> there's some good ones out there, too. Uh, yeah. So can you help me with something? Just, yeah, just ask politely instead of barking out orders. Yeah. what they're saying. Uh, here's this one. You're great at this one. Your insert, whatever here, your hair, shirt, tie, et cetera, looks so nice today.
0: You know, if you tell somebody something that they chose... You know, like Mm -hmm. they chose to wear their hair that way. Right. They chose their outfit. Not like guys can be creepy. It can be a creepy compliment. You don't mean it that way. But when you're you're complimenting a woman's outfit. But like if it's like a specific thing, like a scarf or a bag or their earrings or their earrings or something like that, that they chose that's a great compliment. And if you see something you like, I just kind of spontaneously burst out
1: with it most of the time. You're very good at that. And I've tried to pick up on that and do that myself. You're very, very good at that. Thank you. And that is, again, you know, it sounds like you're being like saying these psychological articles and things you read. But I'm just curious about, curious about how things work. It's not like you're trying to be manipulative any more than anything else.
0: No, I mean, you're trying when, to understand your own brain, too.
1: I mean, when you're talking to somebody, you're trying to get them to like you. Period. If you don't believe that, then there's a, there's a subconscious something. You're trying to get along with that person. Everything in your DNA should be, unless you're a psychopath, to basically to get along with this person. Yeah. So it doesn't hurt to have a few tips to help that along. I don't feel like that's being nefarious or anything.
0: No, I don't think so either at all. I think that is just... Greasing the wheels of society. Yes, if, if there etiquette. aren't some people who understand etiquette and and make all of this flow, mm-hmm. then we're just going to be savages throwing
1: shit at each other in the street. Like that, how uh, to win friends and influence people. It, it, it's full of those tips of, thi- of things like that. Yeah, you know, there there wasn't the psychological background and studies to prove why that stuff worked back in the day, but, but it absolutely it did. worked. Yeah, I mean, people figured that out. Um. We were talking about that the other day, me and uh, some buddies with this stuff. Like Jim Jones, he probably didn't have a degree in psychology to know how to do all this stuff. But he still knew instinctively DNA. Somehow he learned these techniques that work Mm -hmm. and formed a giant cult from it. Like people do that. You know what I'm saying?
0: Mm -hmm. I do. I do.
1: So anyway, some of this etiquette stuff comes. uh, uh,
0: It comes naturally for some people, I think. Mm -hmm.
1: It comes naturally, but it's like anything else; it's a skill that can also be honed. Yes, with a little bit of yes. Again, going back to that, how to win friends and influence people. It's not that hard to call people by their name once in a while. I have to say, people fucking love that.
0: I know, and I I love people's names all the time. When I
1: when somebody does that to me, I'm like, I wonder if you read that book or if that's just. Somehow you think that's polite or Uh whatever, but yeah, when somebody says your name, it does register something positive, a little positive ding ding in your brain. It just does. Ding. I've taken on a little bit of a side thing of that, Uh which I think, I don't know if it works or not, but I don't think it can hurt. I'll use people's initials like, like, hey, CW, what's going on? That kind of thing So it's even more oh. Of a like Like a friendly Like I feel like It's taking it to
0: I'm I, your buddy I
1: know your initials And I'm saying Something like You know Yeah hey, You know What's going on today CW I whatever.
0: Like it. I like it I do I uh, think that's a good one I think, I think, it's think a that's a good Good trick I know I can't move This chair possibly Because there's got to be Like eight co- uh, Kitty paws underneath Yeah There
1: it must be Uh, So giving people A compliment yes. Give people compliments Thank you for For
0: recognizing that.
1: (laughs) That's interesting. I love
0: to be the compliment fairy.
1: (laughs) No, you're good at it. Number eight. That's interesting.
0: Ah, yes.
1: I like that. That's good. That's a good one. Good during conversation. Uh Just whatever. Hell, even if you're lying once in a while and they're telling you about their trip to Disney World with their kids. Ask them
0: some specific questions. What did they eat? What was their favorite ride? Show a little bit of interest. And people eat it up. And you get to know somebody. It's a good
1: exchange. And throw that line out. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. That's all you got to do. Not that hard. How about this one? Say nothing at all. Ooh, Just listen. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Just once in a while. Just listen. Just hear what people have to say. Yeah. I've always heard that. Uh, I, I don't know if it's, it doesn't seem possible, but it probably is. Like, you should listen, like, 75% and talk 25%. But if everybody did that, then nobody would ever.
0: I don't know. Yeah.
1: But I think that's a good semi-rule to sort of try to go by, at least when you're meeting somebody new. <laughs> <laughs> trying not to butt. jump on, trying not to jump on the computer there fluffy there you go there we go she's so cute so there are some tips there for um, everybody really yeah. but you know, maybe especially if you're younger to yeah there's a book to read yeah how to influence ruin friends and influence people and here's nine simple things from this article uh, if you guys do a few of these you're probably going to get along all right in the world And for
0: that young generation, if there's anybody listening to these two old farts, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of self-improvement to get along. You know, yes, you're just great exactly how you are. But once you enter society, you got to spruce it up a little bit. You know, learn some of the rules and put a little polish on so that people can appreciate you for the real you.
1: That's right. If you ever want to get, if you want to, if you ever want to, uh, what's the word? Get ahead in life. Have a nice life. Succeed with the opposite sex. Have sex once in a while with somebody. Uh, things like that. Yeah. It comes in handy.
0: Yeah, that's, that's not Like asking you to betray who you are at your core being or anything like that. That's just asking you to spruce up the outside for those of us that see it. Etiquette skills. Etiquette skills.
1: Not that hard. So... Did you have anything else in particular? We're kind of jumping around. I don't care. I got... We are kind of bouncing around. I can go around, but I just want to make sure you're...
0: Oh, yeah. I just saw Collective Soul. Oh, yeah. There we go. And that was a band that must have been popular, like the five-year time frame that I listened to country music, because I really, like, I recognized their music, but I, I wasn't big into it, and now I have this marvelous music stuck in my head, and I can't get it out, because I don't know the lyrics, and I'm going to have to watch lyric videos or something to get it.
1: <laughs> You were li- You were naming the songs before you were going to this concert, and, and I recognized several of them, and, yeah. I, and I thought that they were songs that were... What's the word for it, like not just one hit wonder, goofy, barely music kind of songs, like I oh, felt no, like they were deep like I felt like they really had good musicians playing different instruments during their songs,
0: Yes. you know what I'm saying, yes, and it was obvious from good from musicians. the show,
1: and it was so that, it was right oh,
0: yeah, and that that guitar player well, I don't them. remember his name, he's amazing, hmm. Like, their lead guitar player has, like, some just amazing guitar riffs. And, you know, they've been playing together since the 90s or even before then. So they're all, like, super big buddies and everything. So, you know, he runs up and takes his place on the stage for his, you know, big guitar licks and everything. And it's just cute Mm -hmm. and fun to watch them all Kind of playing together and having a good time. We found out that they only do like a couple of shows a month. They tour, but they tour like sixty-year-olds.
1: Hmm. <laughs> they were probably popular. What, what would you say? The late nineties, late nineties, yeah. God dang, time like flies. Like
0: ninety-five and and to probably ninety-five to two thousand, I think. Hmm. But, I mean, and oh, their mean, music was, it, it was great. It sounded amazing. Um, we were in a, a little theater with extra or extra great acoustics. I mean, it was just a great night. It was a lot of fun.
1: You and your little girlfriend went and had your little concert. Nice. We
0: did. We did. I almost had to drag her off. She was going to go chase after him and be a groupie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she probably could have caught him out back. I
0: think she could have. <laughs>
1: That <laughs> would have been pretty easy, this little venue.
0: Oh, it was a good time. It really was. Well,
1: good for a collective soul.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was really impressed, and I'm kind of like, well, this is kind of cool to discover an older group that you could really like, and that has a great big catalog, and they've got another double album coming out next year. Hmm. They played, like, two songs I didn't recognize, and that was from their new album. Oh, yeah, other good? ones, like, I've recognized them all. I've heard them because they've been popular.
1: Yeah. Very good. good cool. For, yeah, well, good for Collective so, Soul. Sometimes
0: you just have to take a leap and go, like, I don't really know who this is, but hey, let's go.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. It doesn't have to be a mega band to have a good time. No, it was so much fun. It really was. I downloaded and started using Chat GPT. And, uh, you know, I'm sure I'm using about one one millionth of its potential. <laughs> <laughs> but I can tell you right now, I can see just from the very little bit that I'm using it for, uh huh, how, I mean, ultimately people are generating these things because you're still telling chat GPT what to do but the amount of volume that you can put out by this thing is unbelievable
0: but it's fluff volume isn't it what do you mean like you're writing ads and it's kind of
1: now again, I'm saying within my little slice of what I'm used yeah. for. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> all right. Sure. Well, all right. What I'm thinking though is that, I, like, newspaper reporters and things like that, it's just like you're you you're using Chat GPT to fluff what you're doing. Yes. It would be scary if students and reporters and people like that used Chat GPT to write their stories and their homework and things like that.
1: Hmm. Well, that's where it's going to get tricky.
0: It is. It is because I'm afraid like I, I've read a few news articles in the last couple of weeks that it made my brain hurt. The grammar, spelling, sentence structure, obvious miss shit was so bad. And it's like, is this really like news now that it looks this bad? which i think chat gpt would be great an improvement but it's like are we going to forget how to write
1: i type in to chat gb chat, chat gpt or or say it either way it uh-huh. works write an article for a vacancy for a loft apartment boom instantly you've got a full page ad that you couldn't write it, it would take you a week to write it take hours yeah to write a something as eloquent as this is with basically fill in the blanks for your company and the vacancy address. (laughs) Yeah. It's amazing. It is. Absolutely. It is. Amazing thing. And, and we were playing around with it. Um, our, our friend was here looking up, uh, just doing some stuff. Yeah. And, uh, with chat while she was here, I, I was showing her, um, Chat. Um uh, write me a letter to so I can tell my friend Angie um what a good friend she is. Boom. Two or three pages of just yeah. the most So as this is how easy it's gonna be. Write me a Christmas card from the uh you know, from the Yates family to uh different people in my family for Christmas. Boom, done.
0: <laughs> as a writer, that has some ick to me. Like, it just, I, I, I there's some there.
1: Well, oh, I, I get it. That's the whole, that's why people are kind of, I think, leery of this. Yeah.
0: yeah. But,
1: but I'm starting though, right from our ads, but the thing is now I'm starting to think of like, what all are we reading that is generated by this? Like most articles, absolutely. I'm seeing for sure now. Yeah. Uh, now that I recognize the pattern, at least ads for real estate, just that, let's just take that genre in, yeah. in our area, uh, they're starting to be, I, I am definitely starting to see most of them written by chat GPT. They're just doing just what I did. There's yeah. a house for sale at this address. Write me an ad for it. Boom.
0: Boom. Yeah. There it is. But how much of that ad is accurate and how much is just bullshit fluff?
1: Well, you got to proofread it. I mean, yes. cause there's first of all, there could be errors. Exactly. Um, or something that's not. There just could be errors, and the rest of it. A lot of it is fluff, but that's what advertising is. That's why you're writing this stuff. Well, that's
0: great, but like you got to make sure it's not wrong completely. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, if that's great for advertising, but I, it is absolutely horrifying for. Other aspects of life.
1: <laughs> i right, Well, think about this. Uh, and again, God knows the applications. I'm yeah. gonna start looking up some YouTube videos and just some stuff, just because I'm curious now. But what would stop somebody like Twitter or Reddit or Facebook or anything else to set up a couple of, oh, I don't know, couple of thousand accounts of like, I'm pro Donald Trump. And then you type in – you somehow merge that into Chat GPT, and start – okay, start writing me m- multiple posts on how great Donald Trump is.
0: I think that's called bots.
1: There you go. And then you got thousands of others doing the other thing. And then before you know it, you have got a social media platform. It looks like yeah, there's all these – and I guess that is what a bot yes. is. But are they really – Is that what's going on? Yeah. Yeah, that's
0: absolutely what's going on. And I don't know. We're at this weird time in humanity where I feel like the Internet has pulled the lid off of the rotten container of humanity. And we get to see all the worst fucking things that people think because they won't say it to your face. Right. But they'll damn sure print it online. So we see all of the rotten, nasty, awful things that people think when they're home alone in their worst state of mind. And that gets picked up and, and I feel like it gets thrown back and forth and amplified by, you know, bots and other people who are just as, you know, angry on whichever side they are. And the divide is just very amplified right now.
1: All right, well, here's my point of that, though. How do you know which one came from a bot and which one's a person? That's where we need. Now, when I read anything on Twitter, Reddit, Facebook, anything, I start, I'm starting to be very suspicious if I'm even reading something that a human being wrote it. Right. Yeah.
0: And unless it looks like shit, this 12-year-old wrote it. (laughs)
1: yeah yeah you know in a weird way you know that is a funny that is an interesting thing in a weird way it may come full circle it might like all right well, that does have some gram- you know some grammar stuff wrong with that, so maybe that was a person like but I'm sure chat g p t will cr- start correcting it or whatever yeah they'll say throw it, throw, it, throw in a few uh grammatical errors so it looks better I'm sure. Like if we if we thought of it, these people have thought of it. Well, absolutely, absolutely. So I don't know. And Facebook, for all its whatever, I mean, I do know a lot of the people locally who
0: are on there. Who are
1: on there. So I know some people are literally are generating real ads about you know, or not ads, but real content. Yeah, like that's really their family that went to Disney World last week or whatever. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. But, but something like Reddit, like it's just all, who knows? None of that could, it, you think 25, 50% of it's real? Like how much do you think is really somebody there know. typing?
0: I really don't know. And I don't know how much of it is like one person who has, you know, 40 accounts to, live exclusively on mm-hmm. reddit and i mean i don't know it just it I reddit it seems like wild wild west and so does frankly so does twitter i
1: don't care for it no no it is an interesting time so chat gbt we're starting to dabble in a, a little bit it's um, like dabbling
0: in about ba- black magic
1: yeah <laughs> but but you know it'll be just like everything else There were people when the Internet came out that just didn't believe it was anything. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to use that. That's the dumbest thing ever. Blah, blah, blah. You either use the tools that are out there or you don't. Exactly. And if you don't, you're probably going to fall behind. There's a certain amount of tools that if you don't use them, you're going to fall behind. Yeah. In the whole world. And that's your choice, I guess. But. You know what I mean.
0: I do. I do. And, I mean, I...
1: These people that never got on the internet, for example. And there were older yeah. people that never took advantage of that. And they've they missed out on so oh, much. Oh, yeah. So much. I just... I don't understand it. I don't want to do that. That's crap. Whatever.
0: The internet's fun. I will say that. It's a scary, wild, wild west place, but it's a lot of fun.
1: It is. Um... Here, I want to learn about this dude a little bit, and I'll show you some stuff.
0: One more, and then I'm going to get off you.
1: Yep, I hear you. Well, this is just a real quick one. Uh, there's a, a Hall of Fame um, wide receiver back in the 90s who was, uh, his name's Michael Irvin. Uh huh. And he was, I mean, he's a big time, won Super Bowls, and just absolutely a phenomenal, like the Michael Jordan of his sport and his position basically okay okay anyway so he has a kid (laughs) he has a kid that's uh has a rap career and and this guy michael Irvin. apparently when he was young like he got caught doing cocaine and i think he was kind of lived that kind of outlaw life in a way especially Mm -hmm. when he was in college and young guy maybe he straightened up the nfl i don't know anyway (laughs) the point is He's mega rich, and he managed to stay mega rich. He's a color analyst and all that stuff. Okay. And his kid is rapping under this name, Tut Tarantino, and he's rapping about bullshit like thug, inner city, things that his dad basically on a show recently, like... (laughs) You grew up in a gated community your whole life, <laughs> but he's, but he's rapping my life. He's rapping my life because romanticize and fantasize that old quote thug life, ghetto life, and all that stuff. When we used to work to get away from it, we've now somehow gotten to a place where we're running back towards it. <laughs> Bless his heart. So he's calling out his son. Son, you lived in a gated community your whole life. life. That's hilarious. (laughs) You grew up fucking rich, dumbass. (laughs) Like me, I came from that. (laughs) But you are a fucking idiot is basically what he's saying. That's funny. So he called him out on it, and then I went ahead and found like, there's his son right there. All right,
0: you gotta play it. You gotta play You pulled it up. You gotta play a little bit Yeah, of, yeah we'll play a little bit. T- Tarantino.
1: This is a gated Tarantino, community guy. Oh, there's him with his Uzi. Yeah. Sitting around this old house that looks like it's dilapidated. I ain't give a damn my time
0: i took it and left then i got i'm like look at me oh a pull up with i'm pretty sure that anybody
1: He's saying he's got he more clips. Ever. I heard
0: that. Could wrap that well. <laughs> if you give me an hour I could do that.
1: Probably. That's just But anyway, he's hanging sad. out he's hanging out <laughs> in his in his uh ghetto house here. Yeah. On the ghetto porch.
0: It is. It is. It's like trying to look ghetto cool.
1: And his dad is Michael Irvin. It'd be like it'd be just like if Michael Jordan's son did this. Imagine how ridiculous it would be if Michael Jordan's son started rapping about oh, I had it poor and I, I use this gun, I shoot people, I defend my and have this video where you're in a poor part of town.
0: Well, at least he's not posting with stacks of cash, I guess.
1: I don't know. I mean, he's desperate for attention one way or another. And I will say this I've mentioned it too. At least he's not a damn football player. I've talked about that before. He's never going to
0: win that one.
1: No, we've talked about that. Like Michael Jordan's kid. Why in the world would you ever go into play basketball? If, yeah. if Larry Bird had a son, like, why on earth would you ever, you know? Pick he, up a basketball. He didn't, but I just mean yeah. any of these people. Like, you, whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, you'd start playing piano or something. Yeah, something totally different.
1: So at least he did that. <laughs> but I guess it's kind of hard to rap about living in a mansion in a gated community in Dallas. <laughs> yeah. <Lizzie laughs> Being just- a multi millionaire. You know, where yeah, dads a sad. multi-millionaire, give me a break.
0: I'm so glad that our kids are never going to do math. Not our little fluffies. We didn't damage them by um, having sex in front of them this weekend or anything. No,
1: <laughs> I think they did okay. Didn't <laughs> yell, yeah, little Bonnie, poor little thing. Poor little girls. So, uh, where do you think you want to find us at? At
0: hillbillynerdtalk.com.
1: Hillbillynerdtalk.com. com. I wish I could talk you into doing a little bit of Twitter posting, but it's okay. I post some articles some and on here. And uh, which, when
0: Elon sells it, then maybe I'll get back on there.
1: I hear you. Such <laughs> anti-Elon. <laughs> oh well, maybe your heart will soften for for not for, for him for <laughs> Twitter someday. <laughs> um, Reddit, do you post some Reddit stuff?
0: Occasionally. Not very much. Well, I, I, I technically got kicked off.
1: <laughs> on uh,
0: Hillbilly Nerd Talk, you did not. I did. I technically got kicked off of Reddit as a whole.
1: Uh, well, starting a yeah. new fake account is a bot. I did.
0: I did. I started a new account, and, and I'm back on there, and I do post on Hillbilly Nerd Talk some. Perfect. But I don't try to, like, wave a red, big red flag and say, hey, I got back on Reddit. <laughs>
1: Being covert,
0: yeah, I'm a little covert there, because like Reddit, like half of it gets mad at you if you ever state an opinion about anything,
1: which is ironic because it's kind of Wild Wild West-ish. Exactly, they exactly. Have, but they have the, subreddits like, for every single thing you can think of in the world.
0: But there is wrong think, and if you express wrong think, you get thrown off of there. It's 1984.
1: It's so funny. Weird. Well, those are our two outlets. We don't have time for 50 million others. No. One of uh, these
0: days, I'm going to try Instagram and stuff.
1: But who knows? I'm
0: (laughs) old and crouchy. I don't like learning that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Maybe.
0: All right. Well, everybody, have a great week, and we'll talk to you next time.